welcome to the Cartoncast. My name is Ben. My name is Zane. And this is a podcast where we review old cartoons to see what we think of them as adults. And today, in the year of our Lord, we, 2023. We are breaking new ground. We are breaking a podcast record because we are recording an episode about something that came out today. <laughs> Literally today. Literally the day of this. Yeah. That this is. Now it's not going to come out for a month. But... No, 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 no. It might not come out at all. I mean, we got to make sure that we don't, you know, get canceled for this. Yes. Uh, <laughs> for our hot takes on. And these are going to be pretty hot takes because we are talking about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yes. 2023 version, not 1993 with Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo. Now, here's the thing. We've already been given the perfect Mario property before. Yes, and we all of our notes on the background and the lore and how it's been adapted previously, go check out our episode on the Super Mario Bros. suite. And if I, it, in all honesty, I it was a pretty big hurdle coming into this movie and being like, <laughs> listen... It's not going to be Captain Lou Albano. Right. Inspector Gadget isn't going to show up. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not dealing with Dracula. But we're close. We're close, though. <laughs> we're so close. We're close. We're dealing with um, a wonderfully adapted uh, take on this IP. Uh, the Mario-verse has a ton of gimmickry and lore that goes nowhere and comes from nothing. Exactly. And this movie recognized that the lore wasn't necessary to they they started from where they needed to start it, and they gave it no more amount of structure than what was strictly necessary right, right. i'm a, i'm a fan of uh you know the comic books and you will have you know comic marvel and dc go back so long mm -hmm. you will have like a panel of a character in the 60s and then he gets his full arc in the 2010s or the reverse you have a big villain and he gets referenced later that's kind of what we're dealing with here and it works because you can put as much or as little stock into any part as you want yeah. in order to make your film, which in this case was made by Illumination Studios, uh, the people who brought us the Minions. Yeah. And there was a lot of worries about this movie because they didn't expect it to, you know... The, you this were is a loaded franchise. With the Minions, you could make up your own fan base. Uh-huh. This, you, you can't make up your own fan base for Super Mario. And that's the other thing, is that Nintendo had a lot of supervision, and you can tell because this has the same plot, light, spectacle, high, game feel good, polish to a shine that the Mario games have. Yeah, yes, it does. Um, but it, it, it also would have been easy to do this wrong, I think. Like, oh, yeah. Like, the direction just recognized, like you were saying, a panel in the 60s turns into a full-length feature movie in the 2010s. It's me, Borco. This is... Mario was... It, despite having, like, eight different timelines, mm -hmm. there are a bunch of different, like, kind of Mario universes. But, like, you know how people would get mad about Zelda because, like... What happens first? Majora's yeah. Mask, Ocarina's... Where's the Oracle of Seasons? Is, is they around Link's mm -hmm. Awakening? Right. Where's the Twilight Princess from Link's Awakening? Like, is there crossover? Is the Princess Zelda or people, is it that other one? People cared. Right. I don't think I've ever seen someone be like, hang on a second. The Mario from Super Mario Sunshine and the Mario from Super Mario Brothers 3, they've got to be totally different Marios. Mario, Mario 3 was a play within first? a play. It there's yeah, and that's the other thing is that there is no that like the structure of Mario implicitly demands 
no continuity exists. Right. Other than what is on the page. Exactly. Like, as long as you... Yeah, as long as you keep the basic building blocks, it doesn't really matter how you apply them. Yeah. There's a Donkey Kong in this. When I recognized that there was going to be Donkey Kong in this, I was like, antagonist. Sure. And that's all we can really say. Well, I mean, what you were expecting when you see, okay, there's Donkey Kong is, oh, great, this opens up, we're going to Donkey Kong Country, we're getting the Donkey Kong crew, we're getting the DK rap. Mm. <sighs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm in for all of that. And that's kind of, if you don't know that you're signing up for that. But, like, <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, if it was, like, a Zelda property or yeah, a Marvel, yeah. you would be, like... Okay, well, hang on a second, because Donkey Kong, is this the older Donkey Kong that fought Jumpman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this Donkey Kong Jr.? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's not implicitly clear. Yeah. But because it's Mario, nobody cares. They, they lampshade it, because uh, Mario says, like, okay, so are these bricks just kind of floating in midair? Yeah. <laughs> and we, as connoisseurs of the Mario game, you know, that, that, that 40 years ago they decided to make the bricks, you know, part of the thing. Yeah. That's what we want. We don't care about the ontology of it. Well, that, There's no unobtainium that causes the, the islands to float. This is just how their world works. The movie starts off, Bowser has invaded some sort of penguin kingdom. Yep. It doesn't really matter. I haven't penguin. seen them in a while. Yeah, they might not be canonically penguins like from Shiver Star or whatever. Right. Like They, they don't necessarily need to be like canonical Mario penguins. But my point is, he gets a superstar. Now, like, this is iconic. Mm-hmm. Superstar, it, it doesn't necessarily mean invincibility star. It doesn't necessarily mean power star from Mario Party. It doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's just good and want. It, it reminded me a lot of the um, the intro to Paper Mario, mm-hmm. where Bowser got his hands on the star rod. Got it. Well, shit. <laughs> I don't know what that does. Is yeah, it, it, it's, it's powerful. There's it's power in stone. there. Yeah. In the modern parlance. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's... it's. Um... So they give you comfortable assets that you're familiar with, and then if there is if there is explanation needed, they provide it. Usually the explanation is not needed. They took the kind of classic hero's journey and replaced all of the nouns from Star Wars with nouns from Mario Bros., and then they also replaced all the backgrounds with Mario Bros., and then put Easter eggs on top of that. Here's where it gets interesting. Yeah. Because they're using the franchise to its fullest. They're mm-hmm. they're using all of our different properties that Mario is associated with. They're building them up against each other. Um, Mario and Luigi are unknown quantities in this universe. Yeah, They yeah. are not famous. They are not infamous. They're just boys from Brooklyn right. who are trying <laughs> to make a name for themselves in their plumbing business. Yeah. They encounter... Friends and enemies whom are established in their universes. Mm-hmm. Bowser is King Koopa. Donkey Kong is the son of great god emperor King Cranky. Long may he reign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and this actually works, I think, as a, uh, a spiritual adaptation of the gameplay where the world is built, the developers made it. You, Mario, with your dumb little child hands are figuring out how to play 
as long as you don't give up, you get to reach the end. Yeah, yeah. It, right? It, it is very similar in that way, yeah. And that, that's one of the major, like, theme thoroughfares is, like, this guy is not particularly good at anything. But no. he's not from here, so he's interested. He's got stakes, and he never gives up. He's got grit. He's, he's got, got that Brooklyn grit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. get us on his side. But I think it's very interesting that they decided to do origin story. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about, like, almost any other Super Mario property, they're the guys that Peach asks to help oh can you come to my castle I've, for a cake for a party for yeah, whatever i've I've, br- I've i've baked a cake we can have our weekly cake orgy yeah and then also rough up some turtles yeah because <laughs> well, that's, that's that's their foreplay that's that's yeah. how they get off mm-hmm. they make locky to watch yeah i, I watch there will be brawl <laughs> um yeah so I, I i like that aspect of it um i also i, I want to compare it to some other adaptations to understand how it differs from, like, Sonic the Hedgehog. You have the floor. So in Sonic the Hedgehog, we are taking the character and some of the aesthetics. We are putting him into a movie, like a di- like a, a movie about a different guy doing different things. And Sonic is happening around that. Um, sure. Then you have something like Shrek, where it's a completely original story, but we are using these adapted fairy tales and subverting them. It's a little gleam of recognition, but that's not where the focus is. Yeah. And then we have Space Jam, which, you know, I listened to, to your and James's episode, and you're like, it's an hour and a half long commercial. This one, I feel, that's lands accurate. between Sonic and Space Jam, which I think is where you want Mario. Mario is familiar. Sonic's constantly reinventing himself. The thing about Mario is that... Even if he's familiar, even if the things that you're looking at are familiar, the property itself is so malleable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bowser can go go-kart racing. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Mario can take over other people's bodies this time. Yeah. It, cool. <laughs> like, fine. Like, it. there's no stakes. Mm-hmm. And so that, that really limbered up the... It really opened up the floodgates for, like, what would be good this... What, yeah. what would be good that this movie did? Um... Yeah, but the property is malleable, so it doesn't matter. It kind of makes me wonder... So, like, it's not really a... It's not really a... Well, it is kind of like a Space Jam, because Bugs and Daffy, they're already kind of on the outs with <laughs> physics, mm-hmm. right? Like, they, they can already kind of make it up as they go, um, and you can fit them in places where they wouldn't normally belong. Right. That's kind of true with Mario. And and there's going to be reviews that are like, this isn't Citizen Kane. Why is it? You know? And it's not, it's not even Marvel. Like, it's just... I would, I, be, I, think... I would be hard-pressed to call it a great movie, even. Like, it, it's, it's, it's fine. It's what you would expect from blockbuster kind yeah. of, you know, <clears throat> big IP fare. But it is very spectacle-heavy plot light, and there's kind of—it's so shallow. I I went to a Weird Al concert some years ago, and you know, Weird Al, very talented musician. You know, his shtick is, is is really appealing. It's not like going to see the Beatles live, or or you know, whatever. What are the kids like these days? Justin Bieber, he's still no, um, not for many years. But it doesn't it doesn't matter the actual like he's like the he's like the new Macaulay Culkin, I think. Uh, but it doesn't matter the actual like level of virtuosity or stage production or something. I was smiling the entire show because that's what I was going there for. Yeah, you're just there to watch Weird Al hang out. And if you can give any property a pass for, I don't have to think that hard, and it feels good. 
It's Super Mario. It's the same reason we gave Sonic such a huge pass. Yeah. Like, we watched him pal around with an adult man whose <laughs> marriage is going through some tough times. Like, there's... On the paper, you're like, well, hang on a second. Like, there's, there's probably more to Sonic that... And just in the same way, like, in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie... We have Robotnik, but a Jim Carrey Robotnik was not what Sega designed. <laughs> they would have had to be psychics. That's a, that's a different Robotnik than the one that we were familiar with. Mm-hmm. So even in Sonic, we kind of, I think, came in with the expectation, we're just going to watch a, a blue little dipshit run around yeah. for a while, and that's what they <laughs> gave us. Mm-hmm. And I had a very similar interpretation of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the audience is doing some of the heavy lifting to get this property to a pass, but it does it? Yeah. I mean, it, it's it, it's a weird, like, extremely faithful adaptation where, you know, the block's floating in midair. Yeah. Princess Peach is like, okay, this is a power-up. Yeah. You know, like, you wouldn't think that if you were trying to adapt Mario and look for lore, that you wouldn't pick the first one. <laughs> yeah. It's such an interesting choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it's what's most iconic and familiar, and if... 80s nostalgia is dead. Long live the 90s nostalgia. You wouldn't give him a family, <laughs> right? You would like in no world would he have an, a, a, a like a, a pasta fagioli. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, you, you wouldn't have the big uh, American Italiano family. Shocking how much time they spent in Brooklyn. Yeah, Ma- yeah. Mario's got daddy issues yeah. in this. Um, but yeah, that so. that's important to his character in the context of this movie mm-hmm. and not the Mario canon. And I never cared. Right. Yeah. So, if people come into this and be like, you, you didn't really capture Mario, I don't think that's true. I don't think he's Lou Albano, but that's an impo- impossible bar to clear. And if we're, you know, nicer on this than we might otherwise be, it came out today, it hit our nostalgia hype train at full force. Yeah. If, if I go back and watch this the way that I would go back and watch a Space Jam, like in 10 years, yeah, maybe it won't be what you know like when i watched the power rangers reboot i'm like mm. yeah this is awesome and then when you leave the theater you're like was i under a magic spell <laughs> when <laughs> Am i, I getting ensorcelled oh even when i was watching this today <laughs> i was like cut that edit that out yeah, that yeah. doesn't need to be there this maybe spend more time here yeah yeah you, you like leaned over to me and was like this moves fast <laughs> like they, they went just like past the scene <laughs> like, with nary a comment I'll, I'll get to it because it's, it's wild how they're just like okay we know from from mario so mario starts off in the real world he ends up in the mushroom kingdom mm-hmm. he has to get introduced to all this stuff we spent so little time... Much like Lou Albano, yes. Much like he, was, he wasn't sure what was going on. <laughs> um, there, the plot of it is he's in the Magic Kingdom, or Mushroom Kingdom. He has to meet with Princess Peach. She needs a warrior to help her save off Bowser. She, she doesn't need a warrior. No, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> he, he's, he's, this is maybe the most schlubby I've seen. Because when, <laughs> when you take away the artifice of Mario is the hero of this mm-hmm. property... He really does not look like he should be there. Right. <laughs> like, he really falls into it. But the the amount of time they spend in terms of, like, him meeting the princess, some sort of emotional engagement or interaction, or her deliberating, does it make sense to bring this unknown quantity? And no, none of that. We spend our time in that scene with Mario just walking through the toad 
montage yes. of here are some references. Yep. And rather than Peach and Mario like spending any amount of time getting to know each other, she's like, all right, here's a, here's a, an obstacle course that everyone wants to watch. Yep, here exactly. Go. And that's what I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get the relationship stuff later. All of the important moments of the Mario-Peach relationship happen through Bowser's eyes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Our the, focal character. Yeah. <laughs> Hero of the people. The man of whom a rock opera could be crafted. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the a couple other things that people were kind of worried about for this movie. Okay, so Illumination, number one. It was directed by Aaron Horvath and Michael Jelinek. You might not recognize those names. Those are the guys behind Teen Titans Go. I see... So in terms of adapting for a younger audience... You know what? I I can see it. Like, you you know, it's never the the comedy of Teen Titans Go that I had a problem with. I didn't really like it that much. It was mostly in the aesthetics. Yeah. And in the cheapening of a beloved... Again, back to that, we're Mm. Mario, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, we haven't had a grim and gritty Mario adventure other than There Will Be Brawl, Mm -hmm. which can be kind of like you know, encased in amber for us never to forget so that every other, every other, um, every other, uh, Hail Mary with this IP has to acknowledge (laughs) that this lore matters. Right. So we, 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 we don't have the Teen Titans to base this off of. Yeah. I mean, this was, I think these were the right directors because Teen Titans go, they, it's aim- the problem for me is that it's aimed at too low uh, an age mm. for me to enjoy it as as an adult. Um, they are just as reverential of the source material as anything else. They have to be right, like all the little things, all the nuances, all the Easter eggs. Those are still there. They can't appeal to the same generation that watched Teen Titans Go. Mm-hmm. They're getting a market share from kids and nostalgic adults. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of the same thing where like you'll never see a Star Wars property that doesn't got a Baby Yoda or a yeah, Jar Jar in it. Yeah. Like it it just it's part of the appeal. It's 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 casting too wide a net to do something like a yeah. Teen Titans Go. And and Star Wars was all always had that child friendly element in there. Mario has always been a family friendly brand. He's so family friendly. Yeah. And he's so cute in this. <laughs> he's adorable. And you know what? The third thing people were worried about, Chris Pratt as Mario. Because you look at oh, all I forgot of this, immediately. Right? He just he just melts into it. Yeah. Mr. Everyman. Mr. Everyman Hero's journey, you know, I'm not gonna worry too hard about it. <laughs> I was I was a little nonplussed mm-hmm. uh, when I saw that they weren't gonna keep up the Italian accents, and then I thought about it for half a second. I'm like, oh no, that that would have been terrible. He 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 had an interview where he was where they were asking him like People seem really pissed that you're not going to do the the Mario accent. He's like, listen, I can do the Mario accent, and other people can no, do it better. No one would like it. That's not what we're... Watch the movie. Why would you Why would you want that? <laughs> Go watch the movie. It's fine. They gave you as much Mario accent as the Lord demanded, which was a bit yep. as a joke. Yep. Now you got it. <laughs> Every so often, we'll get a Mamma Mia. Yeah. Um... I think the casting overall was pretty good. I liked the the vocal selections. Charlie Day is Luigi. Charlie Day does a a fantastic Luigi. Slot right in. Jack yeah. Black is Bowser. All probably Very a stand up performance. Definitely Un- good. Anya Taylor Joy, I thought did a great Princess Peach. Doing she that did. Boss thing. She did. She did. I had a couple problems, not with the performance, but with the role itself. It, they were trying to do too much with her. 
I, I I think she got kind of pigeonholed in that way that sometimes the female lead gets in today's modern era where like if there's going to be a badass it has to be the yeah. the action girl all the time. I saw the same thing in Free Guy and it kind of bothered me there too, not in isolation, I mean, but they had it in Wreck-It Ralph as a trend. Well, it's the the problem that I had with her is she had big NPC energy like this is our Dungeon Master's Grand Crafted World. Mario is the player character. She's Here is a person who's capable and will tell you all the lorelets, but still cares about you, guy. Well, she she's very nearly in the tragically de- demised mentor mm-hmm. role. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, in a different world, Mar- Peach teaches Mario what it's like to play the game, so to speak, and then she tragically perishes in, 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 the, in the Shy Guy ways. In, in a... In a <laughs> those poor ways in, in a movie where they cared more about plotting the like glow geopolitical war machinations this would be two different characters right you would have the love interest slash action bad yeah. you would have the politico like trying to solve things as it stands they needed to move through that section as fast as possible and yeah. you only needed a figurehead for that the, the problem that i get to is just that that makes her uh, portrayal feel very shorthand to me. A little bit, yeah. Like, it, it didn't feel like a character. It felt like an archetype. It didn't feel like Peach to the... Because Peach, you know... I, I like Peach as an action girl, by the way. Yeah, no, Don't it, get me wrong. It worked fine here. It's just that kind of all she was. Yeah. I wouldn't have minded hearing a little bit... I liked her backstory. Very tantalizing. Yeah. I wanted to know what it was like to grow up amongst the Toad people. Like, and, and you get, like, a few different outfits with... With, mm-hmm. with with Peach in her fishing gear, and then and then her putting on her like Princess Jasmine cosplay yeah. when she's like doing ninja fighting, it, like it's great. Yeah, I th- I think the like in a sequel, which is almost positively happening, mm-hmm. um, like we'll probably flesh her out a bit more, give her a bit more time to. I stew. fucking hope so. Um, because you know Peach does have that like you know Smash Bros hip check, yeah, <laughs> uh, toss and turnips thing, but also has the like. Hey Mario, I'm making a cake for you. Wink, wink. Like they're a surprisingly realized character on the Mario curve. If you made any kind of character out of Peach, I wouldn't bat an eye because it's just like Mario. It's like it's malleable, right? Like wherever you need Peach to fit in, like, I'm sure you. It's, it's kind of the Zelda role. Like yeah. one time we made her a pirate. Yeah, that was great. Do <laughs> that. More <laughs> that. Sure. Um, but I think where the part is just like. I feel like we didn't get enough time with her to ever go quite beyond the, uh, you know, just the girl boss archetype. The the kick-ass take names girl titan. Like, a little bit more with, like, the whole royalty angle and the whole, like, her backstory, I think, would have fleshed it out appropriately. Yeah. I just, I wanted to see more. Is she a bit too functional? A bit. Um, we also have uh, Donkey Kong. Yeah, we got the Kong. Seth Rogen, sure. Yeah, he's well. just he's just Seth Rogen. I liked the relationship between him and Mario, um, as we'll we'll talk about in the plotting. I think that this is my biggest disappointment. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I didn't like that Donkey Kong was a major factor in Mario's relationships. It was bigger than you than you'd expect. The, it felt like a too big of a distraction. For yeah. the amount of characterization that Mario needed, I remember sometime like when they, when they vaguely talk about, oh, my father's not yeah. interested in me, father's or he's not thinks, proud of me. Yeah, he's not proud of me. I was like, oh, I guess that's all we're getting for that. That's all we need. 
I, I, it, I recognize all, that we're only, just trying to hit a bunch of different IPs at once, it, and so Donkey Kong's a good one to do. It only feels weird because the stated strongest relationship is Mario and Luigi, mm-hmm. and they easily spend the least amount of time together. Disappointingly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They get split up randomly yep. right at the, you know, the, the moment of impact. That would have been a great incident for Mario and Luigi. Luigi recontextualizing his memories of following Mario his whole yeah, life yeah. and kind of like emerging as his own hero. And yeah. then when they meet up again, it's like a little bit like raw, like, oh man, I've, I've kind of grown past where I was. Yeah, my idolization Your... of my brother. Yeah, 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 exactly. That like, I think that would have been a much more interesting... We wouldn't have had the Donkey Kong IP. Yeah. I understand the necessity. G- give Luigi something to do. As it stands, he gets separated, he gets captured, that's it. But here's here's the weakness of the formula. We wanted the ba- the, the, the Donkey Kong IP, mm-hmm. and like... Gotta have it. It's fine. Yeah. I, I, don't, I have no problem with seeing the extended Donkeyverse. Yeah. Um, but that means that the two major relationships that we were more interested in, Peach and Luigi, get short shrift. Yeah. And that's unfortunate because... I really like the brother dynamic. Yeah, this, this is gonna shock you guys. <laughs> um, and it it doesn't get a lot of play here. Yeah. And in fact, in the finale, when Luigi kind of when they have like the big reunion moment, it feels it, a little like an afterthought. It does. Yeah. It it does not feel appropriately like foreseen. Yeah, yeah. Like, like we we didn't we didn't we didn't convey how much of a relief how much of a relief this would be. Mm-hmm. And how much... And Luigi just immediately jumping... Like, we had a big to-do about Mario getting used to using power-ups. Right. And Luigi just shows up and does it. Yeah, yeah, Like He, he got cocaine-bared. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Yeah, and it's... That's the problem. This movie is billed as the Super Mario Brothers movie. This is Super the Mario. Mario. It's the Super Mario movie. Yeah. And that's fine. Honestly. Yeah, like, it's all right. These weaknesses that we're pointing out at the end of the day... I still got to see some shy guys and bullet bills, man. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's what I'm there for. Luigi's supposed to be an understudy. It's fine. <laughs> and then, like, like I was saying on the on the ride back, like if they were going to do a sequel, I would want something pretty heavily Luigi influenced. Yeah, yeah. And they teased a little Yoshi action. Um, speaking of the the Nintendo, uh, they bought their own animation studio, Dynamo Studios, renamed Nintendo Studios now. Um, I believe that they are most looking at a sequel to this, as well as a Donkey Kong thing. Yeah. Um, and I think they're also probably going to tap that for, like, cutscenes and stuff in video games, which is great. You think they're going to they're gonna dust off the old mocap software oh, for, for Donkey Kong? <laughs> Do, like, Andy Serkis? I'm just, hey. Donkey Kong is a weird thing because it comes out with, like, one game every five years, but then it becomes, it's still, like, Nintendo's fourth best-selling franchise. <laughs> it's super weird. Yeah, I don't know what you'd even do with a donkey kong movie yeah um well you 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 leave breadcrumbs for the inevitable smash bros movie <laughs> that hey listen it's gotta happen right i i wouldn't be upset right um yeah do we have any other uh broad points to to look at no i i'm actually pretty good to start going through the plot um i think we're gonna have to go a little fast because just it, there's a lot going on yeah yeah but we'll slow it down as necessary i mean honestly so the the most of the movie is hey i recognize that mm-hmm. uh or this sequence is awesome i'm gonna need to go through it frame by frame later we really (laughs) loved the sonic the hedgehog movie Mm -hmm. because of all the times that they were like hey 
we're making fun of the fact that Sonic is a thing. <laughs> we're gonna play some of the soundtrack to your favorite Sonic games in the background. Yeah. We're gonna do like the slowed down mellow jazz version of the Green Hill Zone theme, mm-hmm. whatever. That happens like roughly five times as much in this movie. There's so so okay. The music, most of it is those remixes or adaptations or like hey we turned the Mario Underground theme into the classic superhero like dun 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 dun, dun or whatever um, it's everywhere and it got me every time yeah and then there's also a few like jukebox like you know uh, uh, take on me uh, hold enough for a hero boy those were very jarring yeah I mean they, they suited the moment it, it was so impact, much but... it was it was fine it just kind of took me out of it mm-hmm. um, and it also felt like a weird flex like we're Nintendo. We can buy the rights to use Take On Me. <laughs> it, it was interesting, you know, because it's it, it's kind of admitting, like, if we had a Mario track that had this emotion, we would use it. But we've kind of had only one kind of I, Mario track since the beginning. I, I, I defy. <laughs> no, I don't think that's the case. Mm-hmm. I think they just wanted high recognizability tunes there. Sure. Like... The Mario universe is not deep, but it is vast. Right. Yeah. Like you could have found like a a, a a water level theme from Super Mario Galaxy Two that probably would have fit the theme perfectly. Put, it, put, in, put in two bars of the you know the forest mushrooms. It, just yeah. just for just for the super just, fans. Just for this guy. Just for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's get started, and I think we start with. Bowser. The, with the prologue of Bowser uh, and the King Penguin's last stand. Yeah, it's uh, it's just kind of showing us like what kind of Bowser we're dealing with because sometimes he's feral and sometimes he's a clown. Well, he's this is my favorite kind of Bowser, the yeah. general, the general and the gentleman. He's just looking for a little love, baby. Well, he's he's that's his bag. <laughs> he's, he's looking for a lot of stuff in the wrong places, but foremost among them, love. No, I love Bowser as a general, like. Yeah, yeah. Him, it's kind of the only way he can be threatening. When he did his fire-breathing attack and, like, melted the wall of a castle, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that, that, sets the, that sets the danger level that we're dealing with with the King Koopa. Yeah, yeah. What I thought was more impressive was how imposing they made his cute little clown car fortress like they, they, they reimagined it yeah. as a much more sinister design kind of like the paper mario fortress the floating island the, with the chains yes yeah. oh just like just tons of spike Covered balls in smoke and spikes and a big um decal of his face yeah in front That's as like a stone branding. like a mask like, a, like yeah. a stone gargoyle yeah yeah looks great it's great jack um, black eating the scenery all of the lighting is very imposing and threatening uh, in a way you would not treat a Mario property, which is, this is the time to do it, is mm-hmm. before we get used to how how cuddly Mario looks even in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we jump to Brooklyn, specifically uh, the Super Mario Bros. plumbing service ad jingle commercial. We have to, once again, cut in the Hooked on the Brothers theme. Oh, we're the Mario Brothers in plumbing's a game. We're not like the others who get all the fame. When your sick is in trouble, you could call us on the double. We're faster than the others, you'll be hooked on the brothers. That track, at least, was specifically to us and no yeah. one else. <laughs> um, hooked on the brothers is just such a good... It 
it so well articulates what Mario is doing for 50 odd years. Mm-hmm. And also what he's doing in this movie. Yeah. Like, he's he's just sh- selling us schmaltz. Yeah. And, and I think you even pointed out, like, they do even the specific fade out of, Hook down the brothers, the brothers, the brothers. <laughs> yeah, they do the same echo that was very popular in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh, it, God. And this, this intro is so good at establishing, like, what we were saying. It's like Mario and Luigi are not well-known, you know, heroes. Yeah. They are... They are trying to make it work. Guys in Brooklyn being Brooklyn guys. Yeah. They're, they're like, their costumes that they use for the, with with the capes in the back. Yeah, and yeah. they, they like. Flying hold, pose on a stool. On the, on the stool strings. that does not get green screen, <laughs> screened out. It's so cute. It's great. And they're like super into it. Yeah, yeah. They love it. Um, and, you know, we, we see them, they're in this, you know, pizzeria. They're, the they're Italian in, stereotypes in, are on full. Yeah, I don't know where they got most of these guys, but um, it's it's Punch-Out Pizzeria. Punch-Out Pizzeria. And that's why you get, like, a bunch of, like, pictures of uh, Punch-Out characters on the wall, like Glass Joe. Like You know how, like, old Italian pizzerias would just have, like, random boxers yeah, Rocky's frame. over there. It's so good. And it's, you know, this is one of those things where it's like, oh, they're drawing from all of Mario. Because remember, in Punch-Out, Mario was the ref. Yeah. So he's there. We got a Jumpman playing the Jumpman arcade That's game. That's insane. In the corner. <laughs> like, again, if this was a Zelda, you'd have to, you'd have, you'd, you'd have to explain yourself, young man. Yeah, yeah. But Jumpman <laughs> playing Jumpman is just like, Mario's just doing a thing, yeah, guys. Yeah, he's walking through the bazaar and there's a tingle. I, I can't go on unremarked. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we we find out that, okay, they quit their job. Who's, who's Spike? Spike is from the game Wrecking Crew. He's the foreman who's, like, in an early, like, Mario-looking character. I guy. really like that he has the Mario hammer emblazoned as, like, a sigil on it's his nice. costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you think, like... Oh, what was Mario before he was a plumber? He just had a hammer. He was a carpenter, yeah. Exactly. He, he was a jump man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we, we, we find out that they have quit their steady job uh, at the Wrecking Crew mm-hmm. to pursue their dreams. Their dreams, Ben, of being plumbers. It's so cute. And I love that they're actually, like, good plumbers. They're amazing. They're, they're... That's, that's actually great. Yeah. I Like, I want them to be good plumbers, while doing hero stuff. Yeah, because we see they're going to get a job from a rich couple. They're like, we made it big, and things go tragically wrong, and they basically cause a, a huge ruckus, and the scene itself is not that super important. No, not particularly. Um, a lot of good physical comedy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, classic sitcom gag of, oh, there's a leak. Better plug it. Oh, different leak. Better plug that. And, and we're spending a lot of time in Brooklyn, and we're seeing... Other quote unquote humans. There's just enough variance here where you could con- they could conceivably all be the same. Yeah, it's kind a, of person. Yeah, we're we're not quite dealing with snake levels of don't belong around Mario territory. <laughs> right, New Donk City and all. Yeah, but this is this is pretty good. I really like that we are getting multiple avenues to teach us. Hey, these guys ain't shit. Yeah, the schmucks. Like the, the the people in the in the in the pizzeria don't think much of them. Mm-hmm. The rich couple doesn't think much of them. Their dad doesn't think much of them. Yeah. And we get just like, oh, God, we get the cute little, they're eating pasta. Mm-hmm. And, um, and their family who all look like them just enough. It's so cute. The one guy who like is almost a Luigi twin. Yeah. The dad who looks a little Wario-ish. He's, he's got the mustache that goes like into the mutton chop thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is. And then there's a guy in a jumpsuit who looks a lot like a Weird Al character. It, it's exactly Weird Al, yeah. <laughs> it's a little confusing. But yeah, they're, they're like classical Italian family. 
Yeah, you yeah. Know, like, hey, Dad's a union man, hey. Yeah, and they're and they're all like, they're constantly just putting them down and getting smacked by their significant others. And yeah, it's like, yeah. what? What did I say? What did I say? It's so cute. And then like Mario storms off in a huff. Luigi comes in with with his dinner. Yeah, it's because so they're besties. They're so cute. Guy, dude, they are not independent. Mm-hmm. They they are living under their parents' house. How old are they? I, I don't I have, don't have a clue how old Mario and Luigi are. They're in the same room. I think Nintendo at one point said Mario's like twenty four, but he he's no, got to be like seventeen. He well, he's I was thinking like forty. He's somewhere in there. No, he's seventeen he, in this. He got he got Freaky Friday. He doesn't look good. Well, if he is like a twenty five, he's a twenty five in our generation, mm, where like yeah. living with the parents is not a mark of shame. In the city, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, but you do get that feeling like the parents are like kind of wanting them to grow up a little. A little bit, yeah. Um, they have a nice, nice little family relationship. The 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 whole plot from the arcade to the rich couple to the family is less impactful than this first of a few two D side scrolling oh scenes my God. They that we do get it, as they go to the job. I, I think they do it like three different times, and I'm, I'm. I am rock hard each time. It's incredible. It's so good. Um, so yeah, we, they're, they're just like, you know, they got to run to get to the job and they're going through the back alleys and there's a construction site that they got to jump up and down over. And, and the camera tracks it yep. like a side scroller yep. where Mario is the focal, is player one. And so it's tracking Mario mm-hmm. and Luigi, <laughs> bless his heart, just trying to catch up, like being tails. And it's like, oh, I hope I don't get, I hope I don't get put too far off the screen that I have to quick transport back yeah. to him and this is this is one of those things where it's like weirdly accurate adaptation of the games where you know like a super mario brothers wii where oh the uh, you, one of you moved too fast and the other one died you'll float back as a bubble mm-hmm. to them just because you can't handle it baby mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great um yeah oh, not it's, to it's, mention watching mario kind of just like doing a bunch of like mario verbs in brooklyn mm-hmm like where doing, he doesn't belong. Like doing the classic baby on the construction beam shit, mm-hmm. but it's Mario. That's and really him good. opening up all of the doors for Charlie Day to shamble through just trying to like catch up <laughs> to him. It's it's a very cute dynamic. Like that does better that tells us more about the relationship mm-hmm. than any amount of dialogue could. The, this side scrolling sequence uh brought back a memory from college where I played trombone in the pit band for somebody's uh, thesis in which they wrote and directed uh, the Super Mario Brothers musical. Yep. Okay. Sitting it. And uh, there was a scene where Mario is running to the next scene, and they bring on those, like, uh, you know, two pillars with a, a tarp that wraps around an infinity scroll. Nice. And, you know, character... Oh, like the kind they used in Ed and Eddie? Exactly. Nice. And then, and then uh, stage hands dressed in black holding, like, boxes for him to smack oh, as that's he, like, really runs good. and jumps over stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I love seeing this however it's adapted. I just, I just Because it really is so particular to not just video games, but, like, that era, it's so neat to see it adapted anywhere else. It's also, like, a pretty unique thing in animation where... They're adapting from one level of choppiness to a different level of choppiness mm-hmm. and trying to make it still cohere, but in a way that feels kind of quaint. You know the end of um, Wreck-It Ralph or Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah. Where, like, they do basically the plot of the movie, but with 8-bit graphics? Yeah. This is like the reverse of that, almost, uh-huh. where we're doing the 8-bit <laughs> era side-scrolling. 
but with modern animation techniques, mm-hmm. it just it makes it makes you feel cool. It makes you feel like ah, it, it feels they're if, talking to me. The, these are the sequences that feel very like Nintendo polished. Like we know you're gonna go through frame by frame. Don't lie to us. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so um, Mario's in his room. He's playing, you know, the Famicom or the NES or whatever. He's playing oh, Kid yeah. Icarus. It's yeah, really good. that's real good. Um, and they they look at the uh, news report that like. Brooklyn is going to be destroyed by this plumbing problem. Yeah, can, this, can no one save us? There's no, there's no plot thread to tie off here. Right, this Brooklyn's got plumbing problem. That's ripped from the headlines. Yeah, there's, there's nothing. This is like the same degree of plot relevance as the superstar. It's just put it there. Yeah, just <laughs> plot incidents. Go. Um, so they go. They you know, go they, to the forgotten sewers of yeah, Brooklyn. They go. They go down into the into the sewers. And you know this sometimes happens where like you you fuck around in a sewer for long enough and, and you, you find out in a sewer. You you you, you yeah <laughs> in a correct. big way. That's in a Philly sewer. It's very yeah. different. <laughs> but you walk around in a sewer for a while and you accidentally fall into a sub sewer. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like remember Nausicaa Valley of the Wind where you right. fall through a forest and you get into a deeper forest. Uh, yeah, I was thinking Futurama. <laughs> okay. Same idea. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so so they they find these mysterious runes. They find a pipe. Yeah, they find a portal to Narnia. It, it gets sucked in. I was really expecting some. This conceit. is nothing. No, 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 <laughs> no, absolutely not. This is some this explanation is, of this. This is hey guys, we spent a little too long in Brooklyn. We kind of got to go. Because I can understand like if they were doing the Marvel thing, it's like oh the fusion generator imploded and we got multiverse. There's no tesseract for pipes. But he, I think here <laughs> there could be. I think oh the Brooklyn sewer system is so vast and interconnected that you know there's there's they were doing experiments in the 60s something. <laughs> I like the notion that. Mario and Luigi are trying to go legit, but in reality, they've been mules for the underground Brooklyn, like, sewer system, like, where people smuggle goods from different realities through warp pipes. Interesting. (laughs) Uh, However it happens, they get sucked through, they get separated, Uh, Luigi gets dropped into hell, Mario gets dropped into paradise, it's kind of par for the course there. Yeah, it's a little bit Dante. Yeah. Uh... We can just kind of zap through what happens to Luigi real which quick. Is, which I hate that we can do that. Yeah. Because, first of all, this first scene with Luigi, great. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful. He has a character. He has an interaction and relationship with Mario. Charlie Day's killing it. He is killing <laughs> it. I'm not convinced he couldn't have done a better job with the right um, amount of effort. Yeah. Because there is an unspoken reliance that Luigi has on Mario. Mm-hmm. And when he when push comes to shove, Luigi is doing platforming just fine. Yep. Um but I wouldn't have minded you know him him kind of panicking a little bit more. Like I almost felt like he was a little too uh competent mm-hmm. even though what he was trying to do was running away. Like it, it I didn't hear panic in mm-hmm. his voice in the way that I expected to. Right. Um, we do get nice shots of him, like, w- like walking around timidly with the flashlight. Yeah. It feels very Mario. Luigi. Feels very Luigi's mansion. The, I, I agree. I think that it could have been better. The fact is, is that the Charlie Day as Luigi performance works because he sounds the way we think Luigi should sound. <laughs> yeah, he's, he sounds real cagey and Wembley. It's it, it feels like Charlie Day was made to exist for this role. In a yeah, way. a little bit. Like Charlie Day, I'm like. I'm a little too married to how I think of him in It's Always Sunny. Yeah. So it's hard to imagine him being a little bit more 
straight laced. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I hope we see more of him just in general. Yeah, um, me too. But yeah, he 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 fiddles he gets, around with some dry boneses. He goes through this, creepy castles. This is this is classic Luigi stuff. Yeah, like this is this is good. Mm-hmm. This is real good. Watching him getting chased by dry bones impeccable just like a horde of scouts he's, he's walk- of course he's afraid he's look at running, what he has to deal with <laughs> he's running away in a dark forest mm-hmm. and like and there's like lava and he manages to finally get away from them and he holds up in a castle and we get the jump scare with a bunch of shy guy masks <laughs> fade to black oh god i know you have a soft spot for the shy guys the shy guys are incredible <laughs> like they might be my favorite part of the mario ip and, and in 3d walking around all uniform they do have a bit of like leather face like you can see the strap connecting and just that's the only definition on there. It's yeah, they're really a, jarring. They're a little haunting when the, you make them 3D. When we see the sniffets with their like weird like BDSM mask that oh, really God. just comes to life here. They're really good. I love that the sniffet is what if a shy guy was the village torturer? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Like the royal torturer. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, he gets delivered to Bowser. He gets interrogated. He gets jailed. We'll check back in on him in the third act, really. Yeah, a while from now, yeah. <laughs> Sucks. No, we got we gotta go to the Mushroom Kingdom where yeah. it's your boy It's your boy Todd. It's yeah. Todd from Mario. Um yeah, Toad is here. Uh, this is another example of hey, we gotta move the plot along because that's not what we're here for. He's like, I'm here. I'm going to be your guide. We're best friends. Let's go to the princess. He's really pushy and, like, for... This is not a best friend archetype he, to begin he's with. He's waiting outside the pipe. Does this... Do people come through here a lot? <laughs> he, like, starts it. He, like, the first time he meets him, he smacks him. <laughs> like, twice. Like, <laughs> once with a rod. Yeah. Like, did you feel that? Yes. Well, you're not in a dream. Like, it's, it's very... He does not treat him like a friend here. Like, I think he's seeing that... Mario's star is rising in the Princess Kingdom, yeah, or the, yeah. in the Mushroom Kingdom, and he wants to hitch a this, ride with that. This is kind of like a like a Bilbo Wanderlust, like all the Toads we kind of find doing their little thing. And this is this is yeah. Treasure Tracker Toad, right? He's got his yeah. backpack, he's got a frying pan, he's ready to go. He just lacks the physicality. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right, and I I actually just really like the amount of characterization this specific toad gets and he's hanging out outside of a, a, a pipe that adventure gets spit out of <laughs> also love the way toad talks i mm-hmm. love the way he sounds i am so glad we're not getting super mario sunshine toad <laughs> yeah it's it's really grating anything that would belong in a mario party does not happen here. We, we avoided the like horrible yoshi from super mario world problem oh yeah from, yeah. The, from the series um, yeah, and this is Keegan Michael Key from Key. He Peel. doesn't talk like a yeah. He doesn't talk like it's, a. It's almost an, certainly pitch shifted, right? It's yeah, gotta be. <laughs> but he's got energy. It's very good. Yeah, and it's got energy that is like, I'm like engaged with whatever I'm looking at and nothing else. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just the kind. It's it's hyper focus that skips on a five second delay. Like, <laughs> Engaged with Mario, engaged with crowd, engaged with princess, engaged with Mario again, engaged with princess. Like it just, like the way he just toddles from one, one, and he's not waiting for Mario to catch up. He right. just assumes that he's being followed. Like this is a very <laughs> interesting specimen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get a scene of him kind of walking Mario through their their town square, and we have Mario fish out of water. Hey, this is a world of video game logic. I'm gonna get hit by a lot of shots, a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's like the. There's a lot of fun, like little physical comedy of 
a man from Brooklyn mm-hmm. being challenged to deal with pipes that don't seem to go to the place you want them to go. Like, everything works on video. Mm-hmm. Like you said, video game logic. So there's going to be bricks floating in midair. There's going to be moving platforms. OSHA is nowhere to be seen. <laughs> it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where they are just like, let's cram in a bunch of stuff. Let's just fit all of it in there. Because yep. they know we want to see it. Yep. And they know that we want to see Mario being like, what that? What am I? What am I doing? What's going on? Uh, you could see like the storefront from Super Mario Odyssey, where you buy his, you know, clothing changes. There was a Toad who was like handing a cartridge to another Toad, like you got a blow in it. <laughs> <laughs> Just great stuff. Oh man, there was um, like one of those like little, like five distinct pipes in yeah. in a scene, and you see Mario like climbing through each of them and seeing that like that didn't go where i thought it would what about that god damn it and he finally gets to the right one and then it zooms out and is like yeah really there's like (laughs) way more of them yeah oh you gotta go into the sixth door in this level yeah how would i know that how would i know that you you play it again (laughs) dingus he gets fry tubed um he does and then we see the princess in uh battle mode right she she discovers the bowser has invaded the penguin kingdom Mm-hmm. He's coming here next. We need to enlist Donkey Kong Country to fight him back. Yep. All the toads are like, that's our princess. That's why we adopted her. She's great. Yeah, no agency amongst mm-hmm. this populace. Um, also, no standing army, apparently. Well, she gets a halberd. I see two toads with spears, and they very readily toss them aside to eat lunch. So here is where we get into my pet theory about the Mushroom Kingdom, which is that it is Switzerland. Oh, okay. So this explains a few things. First off, gold coins everywhere. Stolen Nazi gold. <laughs> uh, secondly, halberds. Classical Swiss armament. Mm-hmm. Neutral in all wars. They're not. They're, they're completely un, unprepared for an aggressor. Ah, and just like in historical Switzerland, uh, only threatened by uh, turtle monarchy fallen deeply in love with the princess that's that's what uh hannibal did on the first oh, attempt over the alps i i thought that Hannibal might factor um and also switzerland what are the official languages italian uh, oh so they can understand mario and uh german for wario <laughs> as well as i think french and romanche sure fact check me yeah i don't know any <laughs> of this uh yeah so that that's that's where i'm at Interesting theory that goes nowhere. Let's let's go to the next one. Next. <laughs> so uh, yeah, they they, is, they have a meet cute. They have a meet cute that is like every time in this movie that's like who, where everyone's like, who the fuck? Who are you? What are you doing here? And Peach is like, oh, he's another human. I'm like, okay, so this this is the this is what we're working with. There are humans. She doesn't seem to know which planet he's from, mm-hmm. which implies. That there are multiple planets with humans. So, so here's here's a. They, they don't really explicitly tell this, um, but I think what's happening is, we find out later, Peach ended up in the Mushroom Kingdom as a baby. Mm-hmm. She's kind of the only human there. They adopted her, trained her, made her the monarch. Yep. Um, she sees Mario, and she's like, "Oh, this is another human." This might take I'm it gonna, out. I'm going to carry him around for a while and train him, you know, to join me. Yeah. 
But when we meet her, she's just, it feels very weird and forced where she's just like, okay, I'm about to go off to do some more preparations. She, she, wait, all she waits an entire day, yeah. Just watching him train. Yeah, I think that... I, I don't think that there is any ulterior motive. This is the Super Mario Brothers movie. Right. But if I wanted to be more generous, I think she is trying to figure out more about where she came from. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it's reasonable. It's just interesting that this, of all things, waits for an explanation. It's it's only weird because we have been told so consistently Mario is not a quantity that anyone knows or cares about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he is a civilian at best <laughs> like he's a weird civilian here mm-hmm. um so the human thing is really the only thing that we can latch on to for them palling around and her uh having him go through the obstacle course let's this hey man fucking obstacle course listen man. listen dude <laughs> i'm not made of stone this is <laughs> incredible um yeah so she's like this is how we train which great in movie explanation for an ad- adapting platforming challenge yeah um I trained on this. Here are power-ups. Here's how they work. You use them. If you get hit, they go away. Here's what I can do. I'm a ninja. Yeah, she's just kind of every action girl. It. Yeah, I, I, I liked it. I liked the way that she moved. She just jumped through and through. She did the float thing. We knew she was gonna. Yep. Musical stings galore. It was fantastic. No, it's very good. It. I do feel a little bit like it's typecasted, just because True. every time, even if it's a glorified role for a like a female protagonist, it's still a role. Do you think that it's an overcorrection of the, you know, damsel in distress role that she's had for so many years? I remember having no small amount of antipathy toward um, the focus on Black Widow. Oh, yeah. In the Avenger movies with, like, all the close-ups of her crouching and then throwing the hair back and it just, like, staring at the pouty lips for a little too long. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, they can't do that here. We can't sexualize Peach. But it feels like the same agenda mm-hmm. of just, like, we don't yet know, as a culture, how to make a woman badass without making her badass fictional woman. Yeah, yeah, the femme fatale. If that makes sense. Yeah, and it's interesting because this is something that they did manage in um, Super Mario RPG, mm. uh, as well as a couple of the Paper, Paper Marios, I think, where... Um, I don't know about that. So she gets... Uh, in Mario she, RPG, she gets agency. She never really... She gets agency. Mario RPG, she gets kidnapped, she gets rescued. Okay, fine. It's Peach. Yeah. She breaks out of being rescued, you know, be, being kind of on house arrest. Yeah. She breaks out, and then she goes around and hits enemies with a frying pan. That's that's a win in my book. Listen, I, I'll go to bed for that. <laughs> that works for me. Yeah, she's a, she's a little maverick in um, Mar- Super Mario RPG, and I really like that she is tomboyish mm-hmm. here. And, and like, let's break it down for a second. This is Toad Society. There aren't really any patriarchal norms to, you know... There's, to, n- there's no to, sexual to, dimorphism to at all. Nothing. So she can be who she is, and who she is is Tetra from, you know, Wind Waker. Wind Waker yeah. So, like, I like that she's action girl instead of but i guess it also just like it's so at odds with the you know um i baked you a cake princess peach that i'm so familiar with that it felt like a it felt like an overcorrection i didn't mind it because in this fiction that they set up where mario's non-entity and humans are rare um having her in a like 
in just an identity that is not defined by her relationship to anyone else. I think that worked for me. And so the extension of that, of her as hyper-competent, didn't really bother me. I don't mind the hyper-competent. I think I was looking for a little bit more girly girl. Yeah, because that has been a part of her, right? Like that video game where she plays with emotions. Exactly. It's it's a little cringy, but it's part of the canon, and they did a lot of other stuff with the canon. I I guess I was expecting a little bit more femme behavior, just because that's how I know her best. Yeah. I wanted to see her putting her lipstick on, but not for no man. (laughs) That's what I wanted. Yeah, for, for the... For the parlay with Cranky Kong. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, she got to look nice. Mm-hmm. And, like, this helps her feel confident. Yeah. So, no problem with the action quotient. I just feel like we we lost something of uh, her admittedly loosely defined character. And again... Again, this is the Super Mario Yeah, movie. exactly. Mario Focus is a schlubby, is. schlubby nerd. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just tired of seeing the archetype. Anyway. Got it, yeah. Um... Can any particular standout moments from this obstacle course? They do the the holding out for a hero music. I feel like yeah, yeah. that that works. It's it, a little played out, but it's it great works. that he's he's bad at this. Yeah, I love seeing him like, cause cause it's just like what we do in the Mario game, right? Yeah, you you we Dark Souls it. You fail to the first obstacle, you learn, you get past it, and you immediately fail to the next exactly. one. Exactly. Just kind of quarters in. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And quarters in this scenario is him just chowing down these mushrooms as big as his head there's yeah and he hates mushrooms in this continuity yeah, yeah. which is great um so like one of the times he he depowers by puking him up because he's tired of eating mushrooms and you get to hear the sound effect and peach just kind of like patting his back and be like oh geez <laughs> this is the human i got but yeah i i really like that we are showing his one strength which is just like he's got brooklyn grit Mama didn't raise no quitter. That's so good. I love it. Um, and I also like that. I like that this defines the Peach Mario. Like the Peach Mario relationship is also something that has has never and will never be sacred to me. Right. But how cute is it that she is the mentor in that relationship, mm-hmm. and he is like, like he should not be put in charge of any combat mission that Peach could presumably fulfill. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's no purpose for him there. Right. And we see her do a lot of combat stuff. We do. And she's real good at it. Well well directed. Um, but, but like, it's it's very cute that, like, she's kind of training him. Yeah. Um, Just flips it on its head. Yeah. Uh, they pick up Toad and go through a montage of different worlds. Did, I don't remember when it happens, but we should talk about the aside yeah. to Bowser's... Yeah, let's kicking kicking metal concert. Let's let's look at uh, Bowser's uh, society that he has built. This is awesome. So you can feel the Jack Black like uh, brutal legend kind, it's of, very kind brutal of aesthetic legend. on the. There's a particular type of hellish aesthetic that is like hell party. Yeah, yeah. Um, in Magic the Gathering terms, this is Rakdos. Yes, absolutely. Uh, that is what we get. Is like we see the the, the you know the 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 um. The, the mob that uh, that describes his minions on their time off. Mm-hmm. The, his kids uh, from who, who knows where, yeah. they're playing heavy metal, probably a Mario track. I 
can't remember the specifics. They're playing it moves pretty fast. They're playing on the heavy metal stage while we just get to like this this zoom in shot through just so much like random explosions and fire and people running around mm. screaming like it's great. It's great. Is it's, this? It's because you think of it's like these, a mosh pit. It's so good. You think of these Mario castles where he goes in and there's all these enemies climbing on the walls and moving. So it was like, all right, well, what were they doing before Mario was there? I guess they were still climbing on the walls with fire everywhere. It's just a big old, just a big old turtle fight club. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, and we see that uh, Bowser's got a got a sensitive side, <laughs> which again, the general, but with a sensitive side, yeah, works. Yeah, this is really good. Um, he wanted the star to like as a as a as a gift to gift to Peach to as, marry her as, and as, together as leverage. Yeah, that's a way of taking it. That's yeah. the only way to take it. I guess that makes he sense. He just he works with power. Well, power I, is his only. I don't know. I kind of got the sense that it was more just like as a gift rather than I'm, as a threat. I'm looking forward to the sequel wherein they definitely sire Bowser Jr. because mm-hmm. Peach definitely shacked up with him. Right. Um, so I'm trying to, you know, thread together what they see in each other. And well, Bowser recognizes a competent badass when he sees one. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's She's legit. She doesn't command troops. She just is the troop. Mm. She is the whole Koopa troop. <laughs> um, so she knows she he he knows she's got game, mm-hmm. and he thinks the only way I can measure up is by showing her that I've got big guns. Yeah, yeah. In this case, the power star. It it's it's the uh, I made a monkey pony paradigm, right? The the Jonathan Coulton song, I killed a bunch of monkeys for you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Yeah. Do you think I should have used more monkeys? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So and what's what's awesome is that we see that. Peach doesn't want another powerful person. Right. She wants someone weaker than her to take care of. Right. That's exactly what Mario is. <laughs> Total dependency. It's so good. Uh, yeah, and uh, Bowser, you know, we, we see him interrogate Luigi. We see him kind oh, of... Oh, God, the, the moment with Luigi interrogating him. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, Luigi is a coward. Like, yes. that, that has been per- firmly established. Bowser is very intimidating. And he's, like, doing kind of the cut your fingers off torture routine but instead of the fingers it's just (laughs) hairs from his mustache (laughs) it's so cute and then luigi in the great the the charlie day delivery on like when he's like oh does well this guy that she's with this this mario this brother of yours do you think that she'd go for him only she has good taste in men screaming panicking but he still can't he can't badmouth his brother he can't badmouth his brother there's it's it was like my favorite line. It was really good. <laughs> um, and we also get some scenes of Bowser kind of like workshopping his proposal with Kamek. Oh yeah, and Kamek seems like just a very supportive roommate through all of this. Yeah, slash Vizier slash Edwin. Yeah, like... just giving him the thumbs up. It's like you're doing great, King. And it's that good. that meme with. Um, that meme with the nerd and the three guys and they're all calling him king but yeah, the nerd yeah. is Bowser and it's three Kamics saying don't even worry about <laughs> it king you're you're dismantling yeah, gender norms king. exactly um, I, I like Kamek as a character not in this just in general I like him aesthetically and I like the whole like I'm trying to rule this like usually it's with baby Bowser where it's yeah. like I, I'm raising this kid to be an evil genius but it's going not going I, well. I really like the beleaguered logistics assistant yes. role and for something as chaotic as a Rakdos empire mm-hmm. that Bowser's place is 
that really speaks to me. Yeah, Cam Camek for Smash. And I really like that Camek is is into it. Like yeah. he's not he's not resigned to his fate. He like he he wants to see Bowser get his. Yeah. Um, we should mention Jack Black belting out this peaches 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 song peaches 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 the, the peaches. jack black really comes it's, through here it comes through so strong he's doing like a gravelly like I'm um, bowser yeah he was mostly doing the wolfman jack roll from uh the weird owl uh biopic oh, yeah but uh nope this is just the jack black sound <laughs> and you could really like you said you could really hear the jack black at the near the end of the peaches song i was semi expecting yodeling <laughs> Like that's the degree to which Black Jack Black has overcome King Koopa. God, so much charisma on that man. <laughs> yeah. Um, where were we? With? Oh, yeah. So they, they make their way. Uh, they kind of set up camp, Mario and Peach and Toad. Mm -hmm. um, and Peach kind of explains her backstory like, I was a baby once. Um, there's galaxies out there. You know, yeah, yeah there's galaxies. Here's some fire flower. We see her fire flower power up, which is great. Yeah, I love that. The, like the I don't think I've seen her fire flower power up in, I think, New Super Mario Brothers. Mm -hmm. But I recognize the color palette. It's interesting. I don't think Mario fire flowers... In this one. Not in he? this one, but we all know that iconic white and red. Oh, it's so good. Um, and we all, there are also a couple of flashbacks, um, when Luigi's thinking about it, of him and Mario as babies, and you get those models f that were originally done in, in Yoshi's Island, which, again, I love. The like, little like baby with big nose. The big dot and, uh, eyes. Weird dot eyes. They're put them in go-karts. Trust us, they look iconic. <laughs> For the Yoshi's Island flashback, mm -hmm. Baby Mario stuff. Yeah, or, you know, the Mario Kart ones. And it's also very funny that they had the hats at that age. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So we are, I think, T-minus touchdown to the, uh, the Kong Kingdom. Welcome to Donkey Kong. We are going to be chauffeured. Oh my lord. To the stadium. <laughs> so I thought that this was a cameo of, um... Super Mario Kart. Yeah. I did not realize that it was just setting the stage for more Super Mario Kart later. Super Mario Kart remains one of their best-selling franchises. It makes it's sense. It's recognizable. It I makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, the, this... this The way it plays out is <laughs> we have a, a, a Donkey Kong Country, like, beautiful jungle paradise on oh, wooden stilts, it's tree house. It's Boca Raton, dude. It's, like, it's... it's <laughs> <laughs> with, with the big gorilla in the white suit, uh -huh. sports jacket, mm -hmm. uh, chauffeuring people, and just like tossing bananas things, and somebody explodes. Everything worked on barrels here. Yes. It's great. It's so good. <laughs> like they they never graduated past barrel. Yeah, and they never should. It's it's like a Gilligan's Island. Yeah, I, I can make a telephone out of coconuts. I can make anything, but it has to first be a barrel. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's what I spec'd into. <laughs> I don't know, man. I get pluses for this. But, uh, yeah, so this is, again, a great visual spectacle kind of it's thing. It's so good. It, it kind of reminded me of the um, the hotel island vacation spot in one of the Mario Party games. Uh -huh. Like, I feel like there was maybe visual inspiration there. Yeah. But either way, you're seeing Kongs everywhere and you're seeing jungle everywhere. Even if you don't place a specific thing 
in this setting to Donkey Kong. You get the feeling of yeah, Donkey yeah. Kong. Um, so they so they um, entreat uh, his right honorable lord, Cranky Kong. Yeah, what is this like? There's like some both with the. I mean, like, this is pretty common. Donkey Kong, common. Lore, Mr. Mr. Kong. This is some Kong lore from way back, like in Donkey Kong sixty four. You have the island shaped like the head. Yeah. Um. You you have some really good like stone paraphernalia that evokes a similar kind of like totemic yeah feeling like it, legend like, of hidden temple uh, Mayan, the silver monkey like kind of Mayan thing. or Incan complete with yeah. like the, the the kind of um the kind of um god emperor uh cranky kong like the headdress yeah like it it, it looks very period specific in a way that I don't know how to identify it it, it, it evokes um our pop culture conceptions of like south american that's the right way to put it thank you without like without being specific exactly um yeah which is you know that's what donkey kong has kind of done right it's always kind of in so many words it's it's always kind of had this um you know jungle laid back tribal kind of kind of vibe yep um but without saying like, oh, we're cribbing off of this indigenous population. <laughs> they 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 ride the line very well this time. Mm-hmm. I I just really like the headdress. I think it looked great. Oh yeah, he's he's blinged out, and you know he's like. And all the Kong guards are adorable. Yeah yeah, just just the amount of respect that the society is giving Cranky Kong, which is just very funny because in the games, he's just this crotchety old man like living out his years yelling at everybody else. Yeah, this is before he he hit the bottle hard. I guess mm, yeah. this is um. If I'm not mistaken, from my lore, uh, that is the original Donkey Kong, right? That's a, that's from yeah, the Jump Man. That that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Okay, I thought so. Again, we're in the multiverse, so you know, it's whatever. I just I would like to note that in a different movie, uh, we could have had a you seem familiar somehow <laughs> or not so different you and i well just like they see because we know jump man exists we, oh, we saw like, him in the pizzeria so like did jump man ever come here yeah oh so so like uh you know peach is entreating them and then mario you know puts his food in his mouth and then cranky says hmm and then he looks at like uh like a pro- an ancient prophecy oh like, yeah yeah the legends tell of uh of a man dressed in red who felled our great hero you know something like that yeah yeah, yeah. i yeah, it, it, fun to think about. Yeah, there are so there's so much crammed, so much fan lore crammed in here. Yeah, that's it's the, hard to accuse anything of being a missed opportunity. That's the, yeah, we, it's and clearly we, they balanced things. I absolutely agree, and I think I still come down as this Donkey Kong distraction is too much of one to justify. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's still great. Yeah, they're they're leading into the spinoff. Um, we should mention just because you you you, you yeah. brought it up, movie moves fast. Yeah, like we're spending probably more time on any individual scene than they do yeah uh and it's you you miss a lot of you miss a lot of context in the shuffle it's an intensely visual movie right yes and we're leading up to one of the best visual moments in it yeah the arena mario versus dk on in this like in like crisscrossed length platforms with power-ups everywhere it, it's there's extremely video game you've seen you've seen this exact platforming routine in i think every single dark souls game mm. when you have to descend a great distance but you do not have jump mechanic <laughs> right so you just better hope that the geometry works out that you don't fall 
just to the side of one beam and mm-hmm. then have to re- reload. Yeah. So the deal is uh, Cranky will let uh, his son Donkey Kong fight Mario, and if Mario wins, he'll lend the use of his army. I won't claim to understand the geopolitics of this world. <laughs> yeah, there's 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 some complex yeah. shenanigans going on. And now we get um, a concentrated dose of Donkey Kong references. We got... Oh, boy. We got... The DK rap. That is... I was so happy. (laughs) I was so happy to hear the DK rap. And Seth Rogen as DK is singing the DK rap. Yeah, yeah. DK, Donkey Kong. Seth Rogen is a good choice for, like, like, fool who does not know he is a fool. Or who just, like, doesn't care. Yeah. Or, like, has better things to do than, like, he seems zen to me. Braggadocious layabout. Yeah. (laughs) Um... I just, I looked up that um, apparently they didn't properly credit the original creator of the DK rap. Oh, so shame on them. Bummer. Um, and we didn't either. You have to put the whole rap in the sequel and give him royalties. Now. There you go. That's the only way to make this right. I read an article where people were like uh, snubbing uh, Seth Rogen for not doing a voice, and he was like, "Listen, it was in my contract that I would only do it if I wasn't doing a voice. <laughs> I, I didn't want to do a voice." I'm not a voice actor. Uh, <laughs> we, I know this. You know this. Sausage Party knows this. This is very easy. <laughs> um, no, he he does a good read as it though, and mm-hmm. like the 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 attitude of because Donkey Kong is a is a is a lazy guy at yeah. heart. Yeah, where it's like I know I ain't shit, but I'm better than you. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Um, I oh I don't care about my father's approval, but I crave it anyway. Yeah, he. He, I, I, I really like his attitude. Yeah. As, as a character, he's very fun. And, like, it's a good mismatched, you know, brain versus brawn, but the brain doesn't actually have that much brain, so he just kind of has to go through grit. Yeah. <laughs> That's the great thing about Mario's design, is that he doesn't look particularly strong or particularly smart or particularly agile. Mm-hmm. All he has is grit. Yep. Uh, and but that man yeah, he's a Dark Souls enough. protagonist, absolutely. Yeah, as I was saying, <laughs> he's got the arena and everything. Uh, we get a couple solid minutes of him just getting absolutely bodied. Yep, feels great. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I was I was expecting Kirby to Very you know get tagged in at any given moment. <laughs> um, uh, but eventually he does. You know he 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 gets a few power ups. Yeah, uh, he gets the shrinking mushroom. Oh, fun gag! It's very fun. Uh, he gets the cat power up from 3D World, I think. I don't know. Um, and they're all like making fun of him, but like that's a good power up. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah, Cat Mario, iconic. And like this is the this is the big turning point from Zero to Hero in the movie, right? Like, yeah, it, it, he's, he's tested now. He's tested, right? He he did the he he showed Peach that he had grit, but he didn't actually complete this the obstacle course. He has potential. And now he's on his own. He doesn't have a coach. He's got nothing, and he makes it work. Yep. And and he you know he's uh, genteel to his opponents, uh, saving him from the the Donkey Kong original Donkey Kong sound effect of Donkey Kong falling, dun, 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 or however it goes when yeah. he falls. Um, great stuff. It's very good. Uh, so yeah, uh, Cranky Kong's. What what? Okay. <laughs> So the Kong army, I've seen them standing. They have spears. Yeah. And yet, it seems as though their main mode of fighting is Mario Kart. So, okay. So they were going, they they were going to ambush, uh, or, or you know, 
intercept Bowser's army as it descended on the Mushroom Kingdom. Mm -hmm. And so they had to get in their carts. The carts, you know, cavalry has to have weaponry. I think they were expecting to get there and then fight. Ah. But again, barrel technology, we might as well strap a couple rockets on this. Why not? Offense and defense. Mm -hmm. Uh, And yeah, we get a Mario Kart select screen theme <sighs> sequence. You're choosing your loadout. It's like Lego <laughs> racing in here. This is great. Yep. <laughs> and it, and it goes you this is one of those moments in the movie where it moves real fast and just gives you a lot of different Hey, we know you like Mario property stuff. Here's some more. Yeah. We start out they're all in their own like respective wagons. Um, Toad gets the big dump, like uh, the big monster truck, which yeah. is adorable. Yeah. He gives like a little wink. Uh, and then they all go up like one of those boost yeah, ramps. Yeah, the boost panels. Yeah, the boost panel ramps. Uh, and they land on musical choice. The Rainbow Road. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, anyone who saw the trailers knew that Rainbow Road was a coming. I forgot it. Um, Anyone who saw and did not forget the majority of the trailers knew Rainbow Road was coming. So at this point, uh, Bowser has seen this coming. He's sicked his goons on him. They are now being pursued along the Rainbow Road by this Kuba battalion. Yes. I would like to cut right here. Um, I stopped dead in my tracks because one of the things I love about this movie is not just the overall care... But the care for specific small details Mm. from the games that make it feel real. Yes. What I mean is Mario does this little maneuver when he's when he's when he's speeding along, when he's like has to make a turn. Mm -hmm. He does a (laughs) he he, not only does he like he skids and like I would be so amazed. He gets the mini turbo. he, He gets the mini turbo. Not only does he do that, he hops into the mini turbo because that's what you have to do (laughs) in the game it's so good and he gets chased and something that everybody does on rainbow road why would i follow the track when i can so clearly jump to the one below it yep to get for a shortcut for a shortcut it feels amazing (laughs) i thought that at some point in this movie the endless stream of candy they were pelting me with would make me get sick didn't happen. No, and I can't overdose on these gummy bears. There's every like the the overarching movie is giving you everything you want, but then in these minor moments, this is not a long sequence wherein we see him doing the mini bo- the yeah, mini yeah. turbo, or jumping to a different track, but it it just it feels correct mm. for Mario to do the mini turbo and jump to a different track. Yeah, like if not. It, it doesn't feel like pandering to me. It feels like these are verbs that Mario used because he's Mario. Let, let me let me put it away. Remember in Red versus Blue, th- it's a machinima. They are doing yes. actions that can only be done in the game. That's exactly how it, it feels. It feels like they made this fight scene in the game in Mario in the game Kart. engine. Right? Yes, that's exactly <laughs> or how at it least feels. That they could have. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing with um, the. The platforming segment earlier yes. in the movie where like this is using our animation it didn't need to mm-hmm. and the fact that it didn't need to makes it feel so real to our already lived experiences playing mario kart yes it's beautiful 
Um, and then we get a we get a blue card. So so the uh, a blue shell moment. Mm-hmm. This there are a couple moments where they lean a little too hard and make it a little too obvious what the references are. I am so glad that you felt the same way on this. Where they say blue shell or cranky calls out Diddy Kong by name or um, I didn't mind that one. There, there 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 were there were a few of these where it's or like when Donkey Kong says I'm gonna get it on like Donkey Kong. A little little bit cringe. It happens enough. Where it feels intentional, like they're aiming at somebody who is less familiar with this, or like you know your grandpa, who, yeah, who was who remembered you talking about this when you were a kid, but didn't internalize a lot of it, yeah. Um, so those I f- felt were a bit more cringeworthy, but it's it's like when you're eating a bag of jelly beans. Oh, I got the licorice one. Just pop in the next. I I I'm generally pretty susceptible to feeling pandered to, so mm-hmm. I'm surprised that it didn't happen to me that much. The blue shell one, definitely. Not that they had a blue shell, but that no. the guy said blue shell. I, I was turning to you. I'm just like, oh, this guy is, is going right for Mario. Oh, because <laughs> Mario's in first place. Oh, this guy has a blue shell. Like, it's so perfect. <laughs> and then he explained it. Yeah. <laughs> and it ruined it. Uh, yeah, and uh, the blue shell destroys a chunk of the racetrack. Mario and DK go into the void, and the uh, reinforcements are cut off. Yep, yep. Yep. Bowser has ultimate victory. So at this point, I think Mario and Donkey Kong are eaten by a fish. Classic. And they are commiserating within said fish. I think it was that creepy eel from Mario 64. The Unagi. Yeah, it's it's the only thing I can think of. Mario has been eaten by a few whales here and there, but it's not. There was that big. There was that big Bertha in World Three and Super was, Mario uh, Bros. Three. There was that frog when he got shrunk that one time. Oh yeah, he got shranks. He got shranks. Um, another point of this makes it feel like the game mm-hmm. is that, and I told you this already, but I want our audience to know <laughs> the blooper. That yes. is trying to get away from this big you, fish you, inhaling. You over the moon about this. <laughs> I I nearly smacked you out of your chair. <laughs> the the blooper, he like recognizes that this fish is doing a big inhale, and he tries to get away, and he tries to get away with those with that cute little like, I don't know how squids actually Boost diagonally fall downward. <laughs> yeah, but like 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 they just these little pulses diagonal, and it's like the exact motion. Of uh, of what you would see in the first Mario Bros. game, yeah. it's so good. It's really nice. Uh, Mario and DK kind of fight and and each other inside the whale. They discover the cart. They yep. decide, hey, there's a rocket barrel attached to this. Let's team up. Let's yep. kind of like find out the son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Um, there are a few moments where they verbally snipe at each other in a way where it's like, we agree to work together. There is a begrudging respect. But I can't help but get a few digs in at you. And these are generally pretty clever. I like them. Yeah, yeah. I actually, like, most of them feel very... Both both Seth Rogen and Donkey Kong-esque. Yeah. So, good casting decision on that one. But they'll say, like, uh, oh, you know, my dad's just really disappointed me. And then Mario's like, yeah, that's the same for me, too. And DK's like, yeah, but for you, it's correct. Yeah, for you, it's true. Like, I don't know your dad, but he sounds like a freaking genius. <laughs> like, it's not a clever comeback, it's but a, it's a DK comeback. It's very much a DK comeback. And, like, Mario has had this affect before of just, like, the, the world is just it's just shitting on me here. <laughs> like, when he's like, like, okay, there's more pipes, great. Like, it's just like, ah, I've, I've had it up to here. The, right. Like, he knows he has to go through it. Like, he can't really fight it in any way. The, the vibe of somebody who's gone through Desert Kingdom and now he's in Lava Kingdom. Like, it never ends. <laughs> <laughs> it 
That's exactly how it feels. <laughs> also, you can imagine Mario is kind of is used to the family sniping. Yeah, yeah. And this, this like this He's got pro- a tough shell. I can imagine like maybe if the writing was a little bit stronger in this af- in this aspect that Mario could we we could have seen some more of that like elbow in the ribs bada bing Italian family kind yeah, of yeah. good natured you know, fighting, mm-hmm. infighting amongst him and Donkey Kong. It does mean that I'm not seeing enough Luigi, though. Yeah. Sequel. If only. Um, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Peach makes it back to the kingdom to warn everybody to evacuate. Bowser invades and basically says, like, hey, will you will you marry me? She's like, no. And he's like, well, I'm going to kill everybody. And she's like, uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, did, I didn't have a plan for what would happen if you used my populace as hostages. Yeah. Um, Kamek electrocutes Toad. I thought it's a little strong little bit, for this bit movie. Gruesome. <laughs> I thought torturey. I kind of thought that he was gonna turn him into a brick. Oh, nice! Like, like that, that deep original, like the lore. deep lore. Yeah, yeah. But then that that would have been hard to explain on the screen. They already have bricks, and it's like that would have been hard to explain on the screen. Um, yeah, but uh, so we're basically gonna go to the wedding. Yep, big wedding, big climactic wedding, wedding scene. Um. This is this is where like I think the girl boss aspect is balanced because yes we need to wait for Mario to come and save the day but also Peach had a plan to get out of this where Toad smuggles in a frost oh, flower well, and she freezes the wedding. Peach isn't waiting for Mario as far as she knows Mario is dead. Yeah, I mean she does need the reinforcement but she wasn't planning on it. Yeah. No, um, she she's definitely the type who is not waiting to be rescued and I do like that they're playing that aspect up. Let's talk about these wedding guests. You're going to have to... Oh, no, no. You will not have to remind like, my memory. There, It's an inter... Mario Society... So, in Adventure Time... <laughs> like, every principality, no matter how small, they've got a king. That king wears a crown. Yes. Period. Yep. I don't care if there's no other lumpy space people. There's a lumpy space princess... Oh, Brooke, no descent. There's a fetal princess. Like, it goes so... There, everywhere has a princess. Mario lore does the same thing. Yeah. There's a lord of all booze. There is the... King of the Koopas. King the, of the bob The king bob The shy guy sultan. Yeah, I didn't um, see that. No, I, I'm just making it up I now. wish. <laughs> it's also the gimp mask. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Serves double duty. Yeah. For the masquerade. No, heavy is the, heavy is the head. That he- wears the mask. Heavy is the body. That wears the gimp mask. <laughs> Um, I don't know enough about the okayitude of me saying things about gimps, or even oh, the word itself. I think gimp mask is like right there on the line where you don't want to attribute it to an actual person, but the item is so recognizable that yeah. you can't really That's, yeah. fault saying it. Um, yeah, so we have these like dignitaries, and it's like, oh, there's a world, there are kingdoms. I guess these oh, well, are there was there was the, there was a there was a penguin monarchy of some sort. That's true, yeah. Uh, and speaking of like other uh, characters from the games, there in the dungeons, uh, there is also something from Galaxy, one of these Lunas. Ben, you want to tell us about this? Your favorite character? He's <laughs> not my favorite character. I just really enjoyed the juxtaposition. Every time this this thing showed up and said something horrendous, Ben was cackling, and all the kids in the audience were like, "What's going on?" It was very funny. Um, yeah, th- so this, like, little Lumos, I think it was the fact 
that his motions, like the animation for Too him, flowy. it was so floaty and like Carefree. calm. Yeah, <laughs> and everything that he said was like, uh, like Luigi's just like, well, where am I? Where is this prison? And the Lumos would just say, "You're home. <laughs> We're gonna be sacrificed." Yay! There's only sadness and despair here, like floating from side to side. I like it. What's it doing here? I like it too. What I think really sells it is that nobody likes it in in universe. (laughs) Right. Like all the penguins are just like, God, shut up. (laughs) This guy. What are you doing? Thought the prison was bad, eh? (laughs) We were already sad, Mm. man. And he's the only one there. Right. <laughs> he doesn't have a bunch of other Lumos friends. Well, he, he went mad because they were all you know, oh, destroyed in I the see. Galactic War. Or maybe they got fused together. I don't know how that... Oh, he's, he's there. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's the he's the all, the all mind. Oh, they're going to be sacrificed the, into the lava in this Bowser chandelier? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just the prison. Yeah. But just they now it's it. over lava. Now it's over... Like wedding lava <laughs> yeah. instead of prison lava. You get to see the sky, and that's refreshing. Yeah, for everyone. Um, Helps air out the place. I get it. But yeah, uh, Peach gets a frost flower, freezes the mechanism that's gonna dump them in, freezes Bowser. Like she's she's banging on all cylinders, but yeah, she's great. gonna need reinforcements. Yeah, she's doing the you know kind of um, bad reputation uh, song and dance routine. Mm-hmm. Just kicking all all sorts of ass, and like, it's kind of interesting thinking about this because there's no patriarchy to rally against, with the possible exception of Bowser. Mm. All of the yeah, girl powerness of this moment is is like weirdly not undercut, but like it goes nowhere. Like she freezes a turtle. That doesn't really mean anything <laughs> about like her femininity slash. <laughs> You know, <laughs> the amount of power she commands. Sometimes a turtle's just a turtle, man. <laughs> <laughs> just another thing I noticed. Um, yeah, so yeah. Uh, Mario shows up. And Mario and Donkey Kong show up. And oh boy, part three of the of the side-scrolling. Oh yeah, and this is... They finally... He's not running from anything anymore. He he went through the, the, the chase scene. Mm-hmm. Um, he went through the boss fight and came out on top he's this isn't mario from the beginning of the movie like you do feel a level of mastery that comes from doing the same stage a dozen times and figuring out where all the problems are so like it feels good and he and donkey kong are both powered up this in this universe dk can get fire flowers great and the thing that i also like about this as a reference it's not just Mario in the foreground doing the side-scrolling thing. It's DK in the background yeah. doing the side-scrolling things, which happens in his games where, like, you'll get barrel-blasted into the background Hell and you'll yeah. do that for a bit. Hell yeah. And that's... It's perfect. They've been fucking around with that in Mario for I don't know how long. Mm-hmm. Like, they've been doing that with, with, with uh, pipes in Thousand Year Door for Paper Mario. I definitely remember it happening to a limited degree in Yoshi's Island. Like, there, There's so much Mario... In existence, that there are probably like references we're seeing that were not intentional. <laughs> yeah, almost. I mean, like it, it's hard to get away from. Yeah. But like, it's it's fucking great. It just this one kicks so much ass, and the 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 friendly sniping does not stop. Yeah, no, there's 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 still, still like, like I'm the hero. <laughs> yeah, like one of them was like gets the he gets the Tanuki suit and he's uh, and he's it, just like yeah I picked it up. It does it look cool? No, it looks lame. <laughs> It's awful. Something like that. Yeah. And Mario in the Tanuki suit, you know, the classic, like, 
superpower from Mario 3. Mm-hmm. He flies now. Um, That's good for a final scene of action. It is. He rescues Luigi. I was very frustrated by that mm-hmm. because they already gave Luigi the out to be his own hero. Right. And, like, I get that the whole thing is, like, I want, like, that he wants, um, that, that we haven't given given enough screen time to Luigi to motivate him busting himself out. So he is still kind of in mm-hmm. that, I'm waiting for Mario to rescue me. But the bottom of his cage gets melted, and he climbs up to the top of it. Yeah, just giving himself those extra He's seconds. so close. Yeah. He's so close. And it gets cut short. But... I mean, you know, they're... Part of being a hero is the willingness, and part of it is the opportunity, yeah. and Luigi doesn't have the opportunity. Yeah, they, they, they didn't sync up well. But, um, yeah, so, and, you know, oh, Cranky's proud of DK. It looks like we're going to have a happy ending. Bowser launches the bomb. The bomb The The, the, bo- the bonsai bill. The, I don't think he called it a bonsai bill. Oh, like bomber bill? Bomber bill, yeah. Something like just so this, everyone this knew. huge. It's a nuke. It's a tactical nuclear strike with eyes. Which Mario... Like, heat-seeking guides... It's going to attack the castle. He Tanuki slaps it with his tail, and it follows him. Like in, um... Like in that, um... Like, in, like at that melee stage. Oh, yeah, yeah, Where the bomber bill attacks the castle. Attacks the castle, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, He leads it toward the pipe that he entered from that leads back to Brooklyn. Hey, if yeah. I need to go back to Brooklyn, why don't I just go in there? Mario is a man of straight lines and... and and approximate causes. <laughs> right. Like, he doesn't have the, the foresight. He doesn't have the kind of long-term planning necessary in a ruler, let's say. Right. To know, hey, blowing up anywhere would be bad. But he does know, like in the games, I don't need to crawl through a pipe. I need to put myself near a pipe and press direction. The pipe will know. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing that presses direction more than a bullet with a face on it. Yeah. <laughs> And so it, it blows up basically on the pipe and implosion brings the Bowser ship through. Yeah, there's like this big suction thing that makes no sense. And now we're back in Brooklyn with all of the enemies. With all of the Mushroom Kingdom assets. I, I couldn't believe it because like I didn't expect them to go back to Brooklyn no. until epilogue. But also the fact that they just set off a bomb in New York. It, I was I, I was going over to you and like... Did Mario just do a 9-11? What's, what's, why? I couldn't help but see it because we... What a choice. We very soon have, like, the climactic fight scene. I was thinking the Avengers battle for New York. It could be that. The only reason to go back to New York while the fight is still happening is so his dad can see him and be proud of him. Attaboy. Yeah. Well, not just the dad. Everybody who has not watched Mario being a badass this whole time. Yeah, yeah. Give him ups. Yeah, they they fucking, you know, Spider-Man do a flip. Like, they love him. Um, and yes, yeah, so we get this big battle uh, where Mario and Luigi are able to get the star. It's really great because Mario's going to get incinerated, and Luigi holds up this manhole covered of yeah. black lava. It's so cute. It is cute. There's that opportunity he was looking for. It's, just, it's true. Just right at the end. Um, and convection from lava is not a thing. Nope, don't need induction. It. Oh, barely. I mean, it isn't in the games. Ben, God damn it, that's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> we already work on warp pipe logic. Also, lava can be on the side of a wall without dripping down. Totally fine. Thoughts? <laughs> it's not a liquid. It's lava. Right. Yeah. Um, so they get the star, and oh boy. It's 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 partners in time. It's 
Mario Luigi Superstar Saga. Yeah, yeah. Almost exactly. It's it's time for us to wreck shop with our combo moves. Yeah, the, they're doing the combo moves. They, they're 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 working they're in s- they're in sync like ice climbers. At it's this point, great. you knew the like superstar theme would be kicking in in high gear. They even did like the arms out like yeah, airplane. Not mode. quite Naruto, but yeah. this is how Mario no, gains no, no, height. No. They're just like little kids doing airplanes. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. That's how they run in the games. It's true. Um, and like they go to minor yeah. nitpick I told you about earlier is that uh, Luigi didn't do the training. He didn't fight a Donkey Kong. He shouldn't have ups. Superstar's a hell of a drug. I I guess it's just the invincibility star. Yeah, that's the, that's the invincibility talking. Yep. They go to fight Bowser. Um, you know, th- there's some great action here. The thing, you know, this the way that they linger on the references just enough time where you feel smart for catching it. Mm. Where Mario is doing that like huge punch all of his weight and he's kind of going a little too far that's the meteor smash from smash bros oh man it's iconic that's (laughs) the same thing when he got the super mushroom earlier and like the fist became bigger yep fist into the block and it's like oh geez that's exactly how it looks in super mario rpg when he punches something Mm -hmm. big fist it's great um, yeah, and like anytime you like the punch out stuff where we see the framed photo of Little Mac or yeah. stuff like that, the the way that they are framed, extremely deliberate. Yes, and appreciated. I agree. Yeah, yeah. No, this is a fairly uh, fairly good um, fairly good uh, wrap up. Yeah, yeah. Here, um, and they uh, beat Bowser. They shrink him with a mini mushroom, put him in a bottle. Yep, yep, yep. He does another uh, another another ballad. Another Peach's ballad, which mm-hmm. is yep, we want we want to see that. Of course. Uh, and then we get uh, the wake up montage that we didn't get at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. But we now get it. I I so want to replicate this in my life. <laughs> the wake up montage of the monogrammed hats side by side on oh, the coat rack. So cute. They've got like their own personalized coffee cups. <laughs> Are you joking? That's that's merch, baby. That's such good merch. I'm gonna get it. <laughs> I mean, that's why they had the the Mario carts, right? Because now we can sell Mario and Mario Kart. Oh yeah, get involved in the military industrial complex. If they don't sell me a Funky Kong plushie, I'm gonna lose my shit. I didn't see Funky Kong. He wasn't there. There were big Kongs. I'm, I'm sure he was there. Yeah, yeah. The, Who do you think is building all these go karts? That's a good point. Yeah, I would have loved like the like weird funky sting. But yeah. <laughs> I want Swanky throwing some balls. Like, give me yeah. more of that. We'll Where get, was Candy? We'll They're saving it for Can- the sequel. Candy was in like the in the pit in the in the arena. And yeah. was probably like you know doing the orchestra. Oh, I loved seeing Chunky. <laughs> Chunky was what was that? I think that was Kitty. I think they were going from the oh, DKC. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, canon. Oh, I'm gonna have to watch the movie again Guess to find out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're plumbers, but they're plumbers in the Mushroom Kingdom, which great. All of their infrastructure runs on pipes, so that works. It's awesome. Yep. And. An extremely gratifying them doing little like parkour through this nonsense logic world with floating blocks and moving platforms Mm -hmm. and not missing a beat. Yes, like it's so intentional. They're speed running. (laughs) The first the first time Mario came here, he was like almost falling off of everything, Mm -hmm. Uh, and now it's just second nature. Like it feels Uh, like we have arrived. mm -hmm. Like we found the place that fits. Yeah. Um. Yeah, very, very cute. Yeah. Very cute, very good. I loved it. It's extremely fragile. 
if you view it through any prism other than we wanted to see some Mario stuff. Right. And that's way to know what you needed to do. You yeah. Know? And you know what? It's been going on so long. It has such a wide fan base. That perspective is the perspective of so many people that this is going to be gangbusters. I hope so. Yeah. Like, I want to see more of this. Yeah. I, I want to see what they do with Kirby. No, oh, you think Kirby's good? I think Kirby's it's got to be somewhere. Easily the hardest one of their mainline things to adapt into this. They they, they did the anime. Like it it, it can That's be true. done. It, it he pulls focus. Um, just just to finish out the, uh, oh, the sure. movie, um, we get a nice little nice little credit sequence with uh, you know uh, showing each of their emblems. I thought that was cute. I don't remember this. Uh, yeah, you know Mario's hat comes up and and you and it says like Chris Pratt. Oh, sure, 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 And then, sure, uh, sure. you know, we get Bowser playing in his bottle. And then... That felt very Mario Maker to me. Yeah, like, they, right. were, they, were, they were building a stage in, like, almost in the... They were, like, almost yeah. building a stage in the outro. I like that. Um, but, yeah, and then in a post credit sequence that we didn't stick around for because I had to pee, mm-hmm. um, it, basically, there's a Yoshi egg and a Yoshi sound, and, hey, we're getting some Yoshi, which, that's the logical place to go. I, I could almost see the... Um... I could see it going a number of different directions. Yeah, for sequels and such. Yeah, I mean, there's, it, it, you've got you've got every direction open to you. Donkey Kong is basically greenlit already. You can, Sequel is absolutely going to happen. But then what else? Because like Donkey Kong, I can see K. Rule going any number of different directions, all of which are great. Uh, yes. Especially because he's got so much. He 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 reignited hype with Smash, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I see him. Like his see, stock is hot right now. I see K. Rule basically being the same character he was in the cartoon, where he's this this flamboyant, brilliant, you know, uh, general who's constantly like playing dress up and taking on different personas. Yeah, I I wouldn't mind that. That's all I want. Um, I, I think Zelda is big enough and recognizable enough franchise that they would do something with that. I think it would be very different I, in tone. You can't play a Zelda and a Mario together for the like we were talking about this. Not immediately. At the outset, they they don't speak the same language. Uh huh. Like you need so much lead up in order to get Tony Stark to play with Star Lord. Yeah. It just yeah. it you can't do it in the space of one movie. Yeah. You got to build the glue. You you got to there there needs to be some you put a middle kid territory Icarus in there. And he bridges. Kid Icarus could be could be could be a thing. I would love to see a Metroid, uh, but that feels not like it's gonna happen. It's it's just the boxer in me, but I want to punch out. I I think that's doable. I think that's just, very doable. Like Little Mac, rags to riches, punching stuff. Like, Come on, man. It's easy. Yeah. Ethnic stereotype? Oh, well. <laughs> well, there there need to be some massaging, but there's wiggle room there. Yeah, you can do disco. I'm just I'm just happy this is happening, and shocked it didn't happen sooner. Yeah, I don't know why that would be the case. Because as soon as Avengers comes out, the space is here for this. <laughs> I'm wondering how much of it is they were waiting for the original Mario fan base yeah. to become parents. That could definitely be part of it, because I think Nintendo, in general, is pretty conservative with its IPs, especially after the adaptations in the 80s and 90s. Sure. Um, they they were waiting for, we need a smash. Maybe, maybe, a, maybe a, a, surer, a surer thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, also, it probably hasn't been as marketable to do a video game thing in recent years. Uh-huh. Um, it was only after the success of a few video game-like properties, such as, you know, Wreck-It Ralph. Right, yeah. And then leading into 
the Sonic movie. Like, yeah. And the Sonic movie had a huge rocky start until they course corrected. Right. So you could very easily see them waiting until the track was set. Yeah. N- until they like it was proven that, okay, a video game movie now can work. Put the talent on it. Let's do it. Yeah. Like, I, I think they may keep the polish. I think that they, once they were reasonably sure that the tech was there and that the fans were there, that they could make it happen, they just didn't, they didn't want to gamble that many resources on a thing that wasn't sure to, yeah. sure to hit. And it's not like they weren't making money in their other ways. Like No, no, no. They've been busy. They, they're, they're doing stuff. They're doing stuff. But yeah, that's the uh, Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. I liked it. I'm probably gonna buy it on DVD, dude. I like it a lot. I'm gonna watch it again. Yeah, pretty pretty soon probably. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up some YouTubes where they like, you know, 80 Easter eggs you missed. In. Well, I'm not. I mean, like, I probably won't look at them. I might read a list. Yeah, yeah. But like, I think that would be a lot of the rewatch value for me too. Just finding it. I just know. trying to find all the Easter eggs. Yeah. Mm. You know, like like doing the old Zeno's paradox, trying to pick up all the Easter eggs each time you get half as many as you did before. The the restraint in Illumination, who do the minions, not putting in a farting Wario. I gotta give kudos on this one. I gotta, like, (laughs) they could have very easily made Toad the kind of joke character. Scrappy. But they wisely kept Mario the schlubbiest character of the bunch yeah that scene where where toad and uh peach go off to like confront bowser and she grabs a halberd and he's got a frying pan You're so like, cute guys i know the heart is there <laughs> it's so cute and like here's the other thing mario just went through this hellish training montage mm-hmm. getting eaten by piranha plants falling down 80 stories <laughs> Peach is like gives you gives her not even like the full thumbs up is like all right we'll we'll see how it goes right and then the toad is just like I'm coming with you she's like sounds good like yeah that's fine yeah yeah <laughs> he doesn't gotta prove anything to, to her she knows her people yep he he already fought in the great Galumba wars like he, they, <laughs> this is like a no, this is a this is a battle tested hero no i i think this is more of like uh you know like a gandalf and and a dwarf comes in and like i want to fight and you're like yeah i'm sure you do buddy let's see what you can do whereas bilbo comes up and you're like all right yeah let's, let's we got this we got this this is interesting i've never well, seen one of you do this before right cuz like this is a fellow human you kind of like you're gonna give me a bad name if you right. if you screw up. This is a fucking mushroom man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's only so there's only so much that is expected of a mushroom man. Yeah, yeah. I think overall the 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 way that they were willing to highlight the stuff that if the movie had been made in a previous era, they would have tried to either paper over or over explain the like just the video game nature of the platforming, the fact that oh they, you're a human or like oh the pipes move yeah. us, like all of these things that. As an audience who went to go see the yep. Barrio movie, yep. we were fine. Just we were willing to accept it as long as you give us the jokes, the <laughs> and jokes, the, the jokes, the feelings, and like the tone of yes. the entire property needs to be jokey. Mm-hmm. Yes, we started with a flaming castle, but we knew that Bowser himself was Jack Black. Right, like we we, we knew that the flaming castle didn't mean that there was Mordor or the or the or the night king in there right yeah like this is a bowser mm-hmm. a bowser is incredibly emotionally insecure <laughs> like hilariously so yeah um and that is like as long as you give us the that mm-hmm. 
however it articulates is going to be fine. Just recognize that these are goofy little goobers. Yep. And we're going to give you so many like adaptations of classic soundtracks your head will spin. Yeah. Don't worry about the the minutia. It's good stuff. It's very good. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed us talking about the Super Mario Brothers movie. We definitely w- enjoyed watching it and we'll definitely keep you appraised of any uh you know, um mushroom initiatives that yeah, uh, that yeah. happen in the broader <laughs> Oh, God. It took me forever to come up with the name Nick Fury in my head. <laughs> I, I couldn't come up with better than Mushroom Initiative, man. It's all right. The bar is pretty low to, right now. Well, well let's, let's, uh, let's close out. We're all retired. Right. This has been a long one. Yep. Long, t- long day. Yep, yep, yep. Because we, like, watched this, came home, we've been here for, like, an hour, and then we started recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This has been incredibly quick. But uh, thank you for listening. If you have anything you want to tell us about the Super Mario Brothers movie or just... Uh, shows you want us to watch you can go to fancybat.com slash cartoncast uh, leave a comment or something else on the contact page advice for shows to watch Uh, you can go to apple podcasts and leave a rating or review it really helps us out and it makes us uh, feel like our dads are proud of us makes us feel like a big man Mm, big mushroom man too big yeah Uh, and more anything else please tell your friends to watch Super Mario Brothers movie it's good fat endorse and then uh, next time, um, we are going to be, uh, I believe, joining up with Dan Caves to look at Axe Cop. Ooh, are we really? Yeah. Yo! I'm excited. <laughs> we're, we're recording these out of order, but I believe that was what we wanted to do next. I'm going to take your word for it. And then uh, after that, I believe we are going to do an anime. I don't think we picked one out, though. So stay tuned for that announcement. Oh, boy. Let's see how much I can ring Ben's arm before it happens. <laughs> It'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, got a blast. What does he say? Gotta go fast? What does Mario say? I don't know, man. Just let's a go. It's a me. Let's a go. You could have cut it after I said let's a go. Well, give it a clean one, because I'm bad at this. (laughs) (laughs) No. Leave it in. Think of the tone of it. Oh, no. It's good enough. Okay. Okay.